Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Your beliefs are the only thing that are going to get you through. So if you believe that no matter what change comes, you can handle it, you're going to be better. It's going to expand you. That's how you get through it. Like stop resisting the change because the change is typically the upgrade. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome to Questionably Awesome. 
where I'm sitting next to my co-host, Hoda. Hoda and Kathy Lee. You know what? If you want to be Kathy Lee, you can be because I want to be Hoda, but I just you want do? you to call me Ho. Ho. I want you to say, you the Ho, duh. You the Ho, duh. <laughs> I'll be Kathy Lee. I love me some Kathy Lee. Yeah. It's like fighting over who's Ariel. Yeah. So, I always wanted to be Ariel. Everybody did. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to be like, are you going to be Sebastian? Or Ursula, but no one wanted to be Ursula. No, I had no friends. Unless who were you're like, in a bad mood. Please let me be Ursula. There's yeah. a squirrel up there. Um, <laughs> that just so, goes with squirrel. So if you have not realized in the first 42 seconds of this podcast that you are going to be talking about ridiculousness mm-hmm. and, and super wise things, you may want to tune into another interview instead of leaving us a bad review. So definitely... Yes. <laughs> Definitely go and listen to the other interviews if you want to get smarter, if you want to have fun Mm -hmm. and gain wisdom. This is absolutely your podcast. So yeah. Do you have a... Actually, first I want to know because you just told me that George is... George is getting a new ACL. How do you get a new one? Or they give him a new knee. A new knee. I think... I should really know more about this considering he's in surgery at the moment. (laughs) But it's a common procedure now. Getting a new knee. Yeah. They can do so many cool things with dogs. Robo knees. Robo knees. He's going to be a robot. <laughs> Would you please get him one of those little metal laser eyes? So that when he walks around, he's like, <laughs> I think he's going to be faster than ever when he comes out. I think he's going to be like, probably start joining races. Yeah. It's Is there dog races? Greyhound races. Oh, aren't those kind of bad? Probably. But if you shaved him, yeah. you could maybe get him in one. <laughs> you might need to lose a little weight. He's not he's not overweight. He's just he, not he's as gained a couple as a summer pounds. <laughs> you know, in the summer when you're feeling good, you're like, I will have more guacamole. So what's worse, summer or winter? Ooh, winter. Yeah. yeah. So how do we get rid of those summer pounds in the winter when it's harder? I don't know. I don't either. You tell me. I don't. I don't have an answer. Wait, weren't you just in New York? I was in New York and it was freaking amazing. So I have mixed, tell me why. I have mixed feelings about New York because I could never live there. Okay, I could. I yeah. actually could because I would have to live by Central Park and I'd have to go in the park all of the time. That was so nice. I'm in love with New York because of the possibilities. Like you look around and you think this all came from someone's idea. Mm-hmm. And literally we were in Central Park and I was looking up at this massive skyscraper and I thought that is somebody's vision right there. Like that is just a normal person, whether you yeah. want to think so or not. They started out as a normal person who had to believe that that was even possible. Like, hey, yeah, we're going to make this thing so tall. And the most affluent people are who are probably some of the smartest are going to want to live there. I'd be like, no, why would the smartest people want to live in the dumbest building? Like, that's not going to be possible. (laughs) So that is what New York does for me is it actually expands me. It just expands what I think is possible. So whenever I go there, I'm like, man, this is such a, instead of letting it overwhelm me, I always Mm -hmm. try to just get super inspired, whether it's the designers or whether it's like a Tony award-winning play or whether it's the skyscrapers. But I'm always looking around super inspired at thinking, it's such an amazing city of creatives and entrepreneurs that yeah. it's like freaking amazing. Hustle. So, by the way, what? also got to have a dinner with Gary <gasps> V. I saw that on your Instagram. What's he Love. like? Okay. So I got to be in his office once with him, but it was like someone was doing a, a book interview. Actually, Natalie Jill was there doing an interview and mm-hmm. 
it's like he creates this container of energy and it it is so it just makes you feel so alive. Like it's insane. He's just, just being like, around him. Just make just being around him. Yeah. When he left, I was just like, I I just want that. And it's like jumper cables. Like yeah. literally he comes up and he just like puts the jumper cables on. What an amazing where did you just gift. Pic- where did you just picture he put those jumper cables on? I was picturing your elbows. Okay, good. <laughs> Were you not? I was picturing something a little more easily accessible. <laughs> I really was picturing your elbows. That's My elbows. Interesting. Truth, All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Just those little points. That is so funny. What did people used to go? Did you used to have people pinch that as hard as they could? Like I used to be like in school, I'd be like, pinch this as hard as you can. Go ahead. It yeah. doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. And they'd me. like dig their nails in and I'd be bleeding and it's, you can't really still feel it. Yeah. But that is a weird thing. Don't it's ask called your friends your to do that. We've talked, We've about, talked this. about this. It is not called your weenus. I swear it is, Lori. That's literally what your mom told you so you'd get made fun of in school. Maybe that's on Urban <laughs> Dictionary, but I'm telling you right now. There's a You guys look it there. up. There's a weenus in all of us. There is a weenus in your elbow. <laughs> all right. Do you have a quote? Yeah, it's really good. All right. I want to <laughs> hear all about your quote. It's Dolly Parton. And she says, the way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you got to put up with the rain. You want the rainbow, you have to put up with the rain. Tell me why this applies to your life right now. Well, I really love Dolly Parton. And I also like how she's unapologetically herself. Why do you love Dolly Parton? I just think she just is like, yeah, I have big hair. I have big boobs. I wear a lot of makeup and I don't care. She just doesn't care what people think. That's really true. And she's so freaking positive and cute. Yes. It's ridiculous. And She's just amazing. And I want to be more like that because sometimes I get my feelings hurt. But when I'm such a people pleaser, Mm. it's like, don't. Why do you think that is? Because I mean, why try to please people when people just, they don't even care? Exactly. But I mean, really, like why? When you really sit and think about that, because I'm getting over this right now too. So can we talk about this for a minute? Yes, I would love to. Just the, I think that people pleasing for the most part is the only reason why we don't go and do things. Because at the end of the day, it's not that we're afraid of failing. It's a, it's like the fear of people not liking us because that's all people pleasing is. Yes. So it's like, oh, if I fail, this person will think I'm a failure. Or, oh, if I do this, th- these people are going to reject me. Oh, if I put this post out and it sounds stupid or I say the wrong thing or whatever, mm-hmm. or my work isn't good enough or whatever that looks like. We are afraid of rejection when nobody actually cares. And it's the only way to move forward is to get feedback and learn. Right. So why are we like, what is making you, I want these tough questions too. So please give them to me. Mm-hmm. Like, why in the world are you stopping yourself? Um, like, what do you think is going to get better? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's okay with you? No, it's not okay. <laughs> it's just, it's terrible. And I want to stand up for myself. Yeah. Against yourself? Uh, yeah. What does that fight look like? <laughs> it looks really weird. <laughs> it's real though. And I cannot figure it out because I'm like, what is my malfunction? Right. Why do you need everyone to like you? That's I impossible, know. first of all. It is. Ain't nobody going to like everybody? No. And it's okay. That's why there's chocolate and vanilla and all the amazing flavors in between. Oh my God. That's why there's ice cream. I'm so glad you just clarified that. If you guys were expecting (laughs) that answer, you just got it. That's Um, why there's ice cream. Period. Period. End of story. All right. So my um, quote is just from a very, very wise person who 
is the person behind this Instagram page. So I have no idea who it is, but it's at the woman of influence. I found it on this Instagram page. Okay. It says positive thinking is not about expecting the best to happen. It is about accepting that whatever happens is for your highest good. So this is actually what gets me through people pleasing and being a perfectionist is because this is literally the belief. I was like, oh, that was put so well because this Mm -hmm. is the belief that helps get me through everything is just this last part. So uh, positive thinking is not about expecting the best to happen. And I don't even think that should say positive thinking. I think it's like like taking leaps or facing your fear is not about expecting the best to happen. It's Mm -hmm. about accepting that whatever happens is for your highest good. So when you go to take that action, when you go to face your fear, it's like you can't do that stuff because you think the reward is coming. Right. Like you can't because the reward is always going to be super disguised. Like rewards are disguised as complete failure. Rewards are disguised as tripping on your way up on stage and falling on your face and realizing Mm -hmm. that at the end of the day, if that entire audience doesn't love you, it's like the universe or God or whatever you believe is trying to get you to love you even when other people's people's, even when other people don't. Yeah. But we put such an expectation on like, okay, if I start this, this better go right. Or I'm quitting universe. Right. It's got to be perfect. Okay. If I put myself out there, it better be amazing. Or I'm going to be so upset that it sucked. And why did she get it? Or he got it and I can't get it. Like, it's so ridiculous because it's about the journey and you're going to fail and you're going to suck ass. Yeah. You're going to suck ass. You might as well start sucking an ass right now. Get it over with. (laughs) All right, so yeah. on to a uh, review Q-Q. of the week. A review of the week. <laughs> this does not suck ass. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. This is from Stephanie. 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 Oh my God, Stephanie. So much fun and love and relevant. Lori, you and Evans are so fun to listen to. It brought me right back to when you were a bride to be an Angela sprayed perfume in my eye. LOL. <gasps> I don't remember. Do you this. remember this? <laughs> A lot of fun and laughs, but it's more than that. You have such great messages and help people to feel empowered and figure out their own solutions. Loves your moon voice and bit. You're hilarious and so is Evans. I've been binge listening while working and laughing out loud, trying to get into a great place and space for some big stuff coming up in my life and listening to the podcast is helping me get there. Hey, that's great. That is amazing. Stephanie. 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 We might have to bring back the moon voice for her. I'm not <laughs> sure which one it was, though. So I'll think of it in a yeah. little bit. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Well, I think it was like lower like that. Oh, I have two eyes and a mouth. I think that was it. Because the butterfly had a different voice. Yeah, it definitely did. It was like, boop, boop, boop. I have to be super honest. I listened to that podcast. You did? And laughed so hard. You did? And I thought, we're hilarious. <laughs> and then I thought, there's definitely a group of people that don't like this film. Oh, for sure. And I felt for them and I mourned, yes. I mourned their loss of humor, their loss of their sense of humor. And I moved on with my day. Yeah, because guess what? Yeah. Not everything's for everybody. It's definitely not. Yeah. Do you but want a question? We're for everyone. Yeah, I do. I'd love one. Okay, this is about embracing change. I'd love to. I'd love to see about this. This is going to be good. C Bello 4410. Change is awesome, however scary. How do you push through the anxiety of it all? Oh, man. Oh. Literally, change is the only thing that you can count on in life. And, I, and that is such a painful thought sometimes. 
Because right when you settle into comfort, you're like, this is so nice. Why can't it just stay this way? And then you start to even get in resistance just thinking about knowing that something's going to change. Mm -hmm. So I think that the thing that I have started thinking about change, because I I do want to go back to that just for a minute. Like, Have you ever had those moments when things are so good and you actually sabotage the moment because you're like, this isn't going to last wait, this is too good to be true. Like you, and you don't let it in. So you actually do. It shortens like, yes. So I have to hold a couple beliefs that when things change, it's going to be better. It's, it literally goes back to this quote, which is so crazy that this was the quote I picked because it fits so perfectly. So it's about accepting that whatever happens is for your highest good. So whenever things change, I'm always like, okay, change is coming and it's Mm -hmm. for me. Like I'm always really, really shocked at how a lot of the change that I am totally in resistance of that seems really, really shitty in the moment is actually like the universe going, oh, clearly you're not going to change this or you won't get this person out of your life. So we're going to pull them out for you. Which is nice when that happens. Do you have anyone like that? That's that's happened in the past couple of years where you're like, you're like, no, and you're trying to make them like you and stay in your life, but actually they should probably go. Exactly. Yeah. Or there's so many things like that. And even when it's funny when you think back on times, you know, when you think back and how hard it was at the time. Yeah. And now you're like, that was fine. Mm-hmm. It was all worth it. I know there are, it, it's so weird because it's the worst thing in the moment. And looking back, it's the best thing. It truly, truly is every single thing, even the stuff that's like, no, I would really do without this. Yeah. What the, it, it teaches you and prepares you for the next thing so that you don't have to go through that again. It's so huge. So you just kind of, just going back to that main thought of- Thanks for bringing me back. What what were we supposed to um, answer? We were supposed to answer, how do you push through that anxiety of being scared of change? With the belief that it's all good for you. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid of it. Like just keep moving through it. So- your beliefs are the only thing that are going to get you through. So if you believe that no matter what change comes, you can handle it, yes. you're going to be better. It's going to expand you. That's how you get through it. Like stop resisting the change because the change is typically the upgrade. Yeah. Oh, the change is typically the upgrade. Yeah, bitches. It is. That's a good one. <laughs> write that down. Well, right. You know what? That's good stuff. I, I hope my podcast person writes it down. It, they will. <laughs> and it kind of reminds me of the seasons of Mother Nature. Like the four seasons, the yeah, band? the four seasons, the four seasons, the or band, the hotel, the hotel, and the seasons. <laughs> Tell me about Mother Nature. Mother Nature is changing. She's not <laughs> always staying in the hot sun in the no. in summer. She knows she can't do that forever. And you know what? Everyone's like, I want summer, and she's forever. like, Look, I know it's my best season. Yeah, I know I look my best. I'm exactly. lush as hell. <laughs> I got that glow. Lush as hell. <laughs> She's just like up here with her legs out, like her big bush on her head, on her head. I said, just blowing yeah. in the wind. <sighs> Mother Nature knows she has to change too in order to yeah. be her best. Sometimes you have she to go through that fly all season. the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anywho. All right. Oh, this is great. At Boundary Goddess. Whoa. You know what? I just, I need that name. That's a great name. I'm a goddess of boundaries. Goddess of ba- You really are. I'm you getting re- there. You wrote about it. I did. I, I'm uh, getting there. I'm learning, Evans. Well, it's helpful. How are your boundaries? Oh, probably terrible, I'd say. Why? <laughs> Why? I have, I have good boundaries in certain places, but 
then sometimes I don't have the best Like, where are you bad boundaries at? Probably like, um, oh, sure, I'll do that. No problem. Like what? Like like this podcast? No, not like this podcast. <laughs> like like work. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like kidding. work or something. Okay. Do you want to get a voice changer and I can be you? Yes. With some of your stuff? Yes. And they'll be like, Evans, will you do this? And I'm like, F no. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be it, like, do you, I don't care if you like me. F yeah. no. And just that's and it. Just repeat it over and yeah. over and over and over uh-huh, again. And see how long you keep your job. Well, probably a long time. Actually, probably, because yeah. you have all the room to get your stuff done. Yes. And they'll be like, you know what? She is a nasty hoe, but she gets everything done. But she done. gets it all done because she yeah, has time. she's not a yes woman, that's for sure. Yeah. Sometimes you just <laughs> have to pause before you immediately say yes. That's what I'm learning. Yeah. Sometimes you have to swear at people and then pause. Swear, pause. Don't do that. Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> Silent What's, swear. Silent swear in your head. Mm-hmm. At Boundary Goddess wants to know, how do you deal with the fear of your loved one's judgment? Hmm. That's a hard question. How do you deal with the fear of your loved one's judgment? I wish I could ask a clarifying question here because definitely the fear of your loved one's judgment, a lot of it is in our heads. A lot of it is because we are not bringing the actual fear to the light and having a conversation about it. Because Mm -hmm. if you did, and they really are people who love you and you really gave them your perspective, they most likely, I'd say 90% of the time, want the best for you. And just are maybe your opinion of them judging you. They're just trying to keep you safe because they love you. Mm -hmm. And maybe they have had an experience where let's say, for example, like this is, uh, this was a common one in our family. Like when Chris and I started network marketing, because they had bad experiences with network marketing, right. immediately they throw judgment, which to us seems like they were trying to hold us back. But to them, they were like, oh my God, don't make a bad investment. Don't do what we did. They're trying to protect you. Totally trying to protect. So mm-hmm. they're going to throw judgment or they're going to say certain things, but you have to know it's just because number one, you either haven't communicated or number two, they are trying to protect you. Or number three, it's because they don't see what you're capable of. They're, here's the thing about our freaking families. They still compare you to when you're like 13-year-old Evans and you're like, I am 49 now. I'm 53. <laughs> yeah, I'm 72. <laughs> I'm capable of deciding what nursing home I want to get in. Yeah, but they still have bad <laughs> experience like, nope, with that nope. nursing home. Yeah, exactly. Or they don't, didn't like one of the nurses there. They're like, you need baby food. And you're like, I just ate a T-bone, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) T-bone. But it's true. It is. So how do you, what do you do? Do you, do you, do you have a conversation with your family? Are you like, hey, let's talk about this. You know that kid who divorced his family back in the (gasps) nineties? I do. You do that. (laughs) Just go straight to the court system. Don't do that. And don't be like that. That woman who did she married a Barbie doll. Somebody married a Barbie doll. Oh yeah, there's some weird that was stuff also that in goes the nineties. Don't do that there's either. There's a lot of weird stuff. All right, that um, what do you do? You have a conversation, or you just accept that they are not going to get it. This is literally what I've done my entire life. Yeah. Have a conversation, and if that gets worse, because <laughs> it can sometimes, yeah, accept that they don't get it and keep moving. Why do we think we need the stamp of approval from our families? Like literally, like those cows who have those seared things on their rear end, like. Oh yeah, the what brand the, when they get branded. branded. Yeah, it's like we need this family like check of approval. Like yeah. your family's gonna just you've been approved. Yeah. It's not gonna Keep happen. Keep on moving. <laughs> it's not. They don't no. get it. They still think that you are twelve year old Evans. Yep. 
and they can't see you for all the things that you've been through and the way that you think. And they think that you think the same way as them because you're from the same family. And you're like, actually, no, you were all abducted by aliens and I was the only normal one. (laughs) So you can never brand me. Yeah. Don't brand me. You can't keep me small. Okay. What's the next question? I feel like we really, really... Woo, we really, on really nailed that one. No, I think we did. I actually think we did. I seriously yeah. think you. Okay. Heads up on that one. Uh, I mean, thumbs up. <laughs> heads up. At love, Miss Jess, I'd love to hear about changing even when your spouse isn't ready. I feel like this is a popular question. You're ready to up level, but your spouse is not. Or, okay, this has been so popular um, since uh, I think since the Bible was written. So. <laughs> We'll go, we're going to go straight back yeah, to Genesis. I mean, even look at Adam. He was like, we shouldn't eat that apple. And she's like, I love apples. And he's and like, what why won't she up level with me? <laughs> yeah. Here is the thing. Like, don't succumb. Adam succumb. Yeah. It's <laughs> not a word. <laughs> All right. Enough of the Bible analogies because they're going south fast. Yeah. We didn't mean that. Yeah. They're going to Babylon. <laughs> Going down like the Tower of Babel. (laughs) Okay. To everyone who reads the Bible, I hope you enjoyed that. So how do you... Here's the thing. You're never going to evolve at the same time. You're just not. Just like your friendships aren't going to evolve. So um, I've been talking to a lot of people about this. I've been analyzing this a lot. And this came up a lot in our masterminds. This is something that comes up on the podcast. This is literally the topic. So. Chris and I don't evolve at the same time either. Mm -hmm. And we evolve in different ways. So the things that you have to do is we think that our partners need to be on the same track as us. And we think that our partners need to be like all of these different things for us. But what we need to go back to is to really realizing what our partner does for us. um, That's the most important to us. Not Mm -hmm. just one thing, but maybe literally sit and write down three to five things that your partner does that you're not realizing or looking at that allows you to go Mm -hmm. out and to grow and to be yourself. Number one, if your partner does allow you to be yourself... And all of this growing without judging or whatever, and is just at home holding it down. Holy crap. You're already way ahead. Yeah. If your partner is like out, you know, at their job and earning and just making sure that they're happy. Oh my God, you're already ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, If your partner is still wanting to like date and be romantic and take care of you. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Can you just like share different things that you're doing with your partner and be super excited that this person holds space for you to share. And maybe you guys go back and forth on some fun ideas. Another thing is maybe you're not bringing your partner in to the conversation uh, in the way that they could get involved. Like maybe you're trying to bring them in by wanting them to be your business partner or your biggest support when really they are there to maybe just help you with your stress while you start this business or while you go out and you do these different things at your job. Like we underestimate the importance of a partner who really keeps us grounded Mm -hmm. and who helps us with our stress level and who reminds us to play and who gets us outside of the work box. Like those things are so vital. So first of all, rearrange what you think is important and what your relationship is. Mm -hmm. If none of those boxes are checked, well, then you just need to start swiping. Yeah. (laughs) Just get on the dating just, apps Then now. you just need to get on Tinder in front of the partner and be like, 
Look, this is so easy. I'm he's better. So many people right he's now. He's better. She's better. They're better. This couple is totally open to me. This is great. Watch out because these four people, they, they all wanna be want to be with me. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, the truth. You know, they all live in a house right now <laughs> together. This is a family that desires me. But it's true. <laughs> Thinking about how... The Partridge family just swiped right on me. They just adopted me. Yeah, so... <laughs> that could happen in California. It's... Yeah, that's... I'm just saying. Yeah. But I like... It's not all like that, by the way. Don't don't go... Don't go crazy. Yeah, don't go crazy. It's, but it's everything and all of the great things and all of the great... Whatever. We're going to just... We're going to stop right there. Yeah. That, Save me. I think that was great advice. I need a life preserver and I'm going to throw it. I want you to throw it around I got my neck you. whenever I'm like, I please, Lord. The words. Help, help. Help. But I like what you're saying about revisiting because it can be easy to dwell on the things that your partner doesn't do. Exactly. And and then you forget all the wonderful things they do do. They do do. 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 <laughs> Damn it. I set myself up for that. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? I 1 million percent know because I for sure have had moments where I've, you know, put Chris in a, like literally been like, oh, I wish he did this or that. Mm -hmm. And I'm totally missing out on the millions of things that I, that I literally can't imagine not having, like completely take them for granted. So when I shift that and I'm like, okay, but these things are so huge to me that Mm -hmm. it's overwhelming. So that is that, and I do that with friends too, because the second that I'm like, oh, you know what? I thought we were going to be these great friends, but she's not really into this or she's right. not really supportive in this area. I'm like, yeah, but you guys have so much fun together or what are you, we need to reorganize our friendships and realize what they are for us. Some people are just right. going to be fun. Some people are just going to be creative. Some people are just going to be for business. And when we start to try to force categories on them is when we get disappointed and we push them away and then we have no one. Yeah. And you don't want to do that. Stop pushing Stop people it. away. <laughs> but I do think, um, you know, it's a good, I feel like we've talked about this before, Esther's, Esther Perel's TED Talk. Yeah. That's a great thing to listen to about. Tell me about um, it. Because she talks about how we naturally are thinking like, my partner should check off these 30,000 boxes and be all of these things. Whereas that that's impossible. It's mm-hmm. impossible for your partner to be something. And you got to look in the mirror and be like, I can't do that for my partner. Yeah, I think I check off two boxes. Same. So like moving just and keep eating. it real. Yeah. Yeah. I move and eat. <laughs> I move and eat. What man doesn't want this? <laughs> That's those hey, are my boxes. Hey. 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 That's exactly what every man wants. You know what? I know this. Wait, do we need another one? Oh yeah. I think we've got time for one more. Okay. This is a different time for us, Evans. This is the evening. Yeah. I know. We're normally in the morning and we have to rush off to our jobs. But not today. Not today. Today's a free day. I'm going to keep you for four hours. Yeah, today we're going straight to the bar. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) This one is from at Allie Patris. How do you stop old patterns from sneaking in while trying to embrace change? Ooh, great question. Oh my goodness. You go to Joanne Fabrics and you get a new pattern. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom used to pick up patterns. Yes. My mom always picked up patterns. If there was like a wedding coming up, I'd be like, yes. can you get me a new pattern for our dress? And I'd pick out a can really hard one and I would look like a weird ass flower. Wait, my mom tried so hard, but I would- Do you know how to sew? No. I wish I did. because I'm not I've, a hand sew. You do? Terribly. 
But isn't it cool that our moms could sew in the that first place? Amazing. Like right. to even think about that. And and you know what? That was a real bitch statement on my end because my mom was actually a good sewer seamstress, but I would pick out the worst materials. Me I would be like, I want it in taffeta. Yeah. And she's like, it won't lay nice. I'm like, it's going to be fine. Get the taffeta. And I put it on and I would just look like a giant carnation. I just remember the packs they would come in with the uh-huh. little drawings on them of the girls. Yeah. And the girls were like, Two pounds. Yeah. And the, it was high fashion and you put it on and you just look like a disaster. You did. Yeah. They're like, look at that little girl. She is a walking disaster. <laughs> and then when they laid the big fabric things out on the table and like cut them and turn them and cut them, Ugh, people are, just, you just you have had one listener on this podcast. Such high right expectations. <laughs> no, because all these women are my age right now and your age. They and know. They are living in pattern land. Okay. So how do we, let's read this again. How do you stop old patterns from sneaking in while trying to embrace change? Um, Well, they're always going to sneak in. So I think uh, like just acknowledge them because Mm -hmm. it's you're breaking part of an identity that you have built for years and years. So when it comes up, I I think grace is the most important thing that we can possibly ever have when we are on this journey of change is because you're going to have those old patterns. You're going to have those. Every day I have old limiting thoughts and old habits that want to sneak in. Like literally right now I'm like, oh my God, Evans, let's just smoke a fatty. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm not. Let's just I'm get like, a bowl out here. Get, not even not I what didn't they say. ever even smoke weed. I've smoked I it twice. Like <laughs> I don't, and even if I did, whatever. But yeah, I, I just think does, it's a great joke. Thing. Like we should probably say that more. Like, let's, yeah, let's smoke a let's bowl. Roll That's a what they say. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious. All right. So you're going to have those patterns. Have those weed things pop you're in. Gonna, it's going to pop in like a weed. Hey, just like weeds. Yeah. It's going to grow. So when you hear it or when you uh, feel it, like, just be like, okay, that's there. And I'm going to choose what? So sometimes I I think I've shared this on here. Like I can have a lot of fear thoughts. No matter, I I don't know if it's because of I'm a human or how I was raised or the the religion I was raised in was very like a lot of fear-based thought, uh, fear-based religion. Yeah. And so I was always having anxiety that I was doing the wrong thing or I wasn't enough or, oh my God, this is not the, you know, it was so, um, it's just, my life has a lot of those patterns of like being freaked out really quick around like, am I doing this right? Or, oh my gosh, something's going to go wrong. Or what if that happens? So sometimes I'll be running like a perfectly great run in California with palm trees and sunshine and puppies like everything. Each other's faces. Yeah. That really does happen. It happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And I will be running and I'll be like, oh my God, what if someone I love dies? And I'm like, Oh, oh no. I mean, come on. You think yeah. this too Oh sometimes. yeah, all the time. I think the worst thoughts. It's like, it's literally a habit of sabotaging that moment of puppies <clears throat> kissing in the sunset. Yeah. Like you have to be acknowledge it and be like, okay, I see you. I see that you want to take away this moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, choose again. What do you want to think about? Okay. I'm like, no, don't do that. Like, oh God, please. I literally say, God, please help me choose again. Like choose a better thought because it's our human nature and just our old patterns that want to sabotage the maybe something new or something good. But I'm always like, nope, I receive this. I'm letting it in. I'm expanding my um, ability to receive love and good things. Yeah. Because so many people get good things in their life and they're not used to it. So they try to sabotage it like somehow, whether it's thinking they're not going to be yeah. good enough or thinking that they can't do the job or thinking that, um, you know, that this person's going to leave them or whatever it is. It's like, just sit in it. Stay in it. Yeah. It's going to be great. 
You can receive it. You can handle it. You're you can wor- do you're it. You it. can move through it. You are worthy of this. <laughs> so those are the things that I say. And I just keep saying those things until I join the puppies. You, yes. That's all. Until you're down there with the until puppies. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Don't judge me. That's true. I like dogs. I, why do we do that though? Let those negative things pop in and just ruin a perfectly good moment. I don't know, but I know a lot of people who are super, it's it's an addiction. Mm-hmm. It's literally, no, it truly, if you if you uh, read or watch or listen to any of Joe Dispenza's stuff, our brain is addicted to the chemicals that we feed it the most. So it's an addiction to feel that chemical hit be- of sabotage if that's what you do for yourself most right now. That's why breaking the addiction is the most challenging thing that you will ever do. So you'll get more and more used to getting the positive hits. So now I'm so used to it that when I'm around negative people and they say negative things, it actually like hurts. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so not here anymore that I can't be around this because these emotions feel terrible to get all the time. Where before I loved them. I was like jonesing for them. I was like, give me another end of that crap. It is, bad crack. It is like a drug, though. Tell me I'm ugly. The, yeah. Be mean to me. <laughs> be mean. <laughs> it's true, though. I uh-huh. I do that, too. I have some habits right in my head right now that I know I need to <gasps> You should tell me what they are so we can change them. Like one time, <laughs> last night, I've done this several times. I'll look at the bad things people say about me on this <gasps> podcast. <laughs> Why do you do that? I know. I, I don't know I, why I do it. I've done it before. I I. I've done it like on my book. I told you I did it on my TED Talk once and that one was real painful. So I was like, oh, that's stung enough to yeah. never go back. You're not well, allowed to do that anymore. Whenever you feel yourself do that, you have to say, why are you literally doing have to say, no, no, don't even say why because you'll get, you won't get a good answer. You'll be like, because you're a loser who gets bad comments. You have to say, don't do this to yourself. You're freaking yeah. hilarious and amazing. And you're trying to keep yourself small. Say that to yourself next time. Stop I keeping will. yourself small, Big Evans, and call yourself Big Evans. Stop it, Big Evans. My dad Evans. used to call me Big E. Well, Big E. Big E is back. Big E is back and in full effect. And she is never, ever going to look at those comments yeah. again. But I'm all about some constructive criticism. Well, that's not the place for it. Yeah. They're going to email us something really nice if they're constructive. Yeah. They are... But do we need to have somebody else? Oh, she got she gets the reviews again. So oh you yeah, don't go yeah. Look at them. Yeah. So don't you dare I go did it looking because you don't I even need to look. I wanted the drug. I did Why? it on purpose. Isn't I don't know. Is it so stupid? It's just an example. Of so what are you gonna say do? when you go and do that though? Because this has to stop now. Uh, I'm gonna say you're bigger than this. Yeah. And what else? Why are you great? Because everyone is great and. We're seriously, we're all mm-hmm. worthy of wonderful things and everyone ha- has a different special place in this world and you can't be everything for everyone. And a lot of people are really jealous of your hilar- hilarious humor. So <laughs> Or not. They are. <laughs> Sorry. That's all. All right, E-Crad. Right, Big, e has to, Big E has to not ever look at those comments again. Yeah. I'm not going to either. No. I like constructive comments though. Yeah, I love well, they're those. gonna come through email. Yeah, I love the. I really do. I I want I want that known that we should all be up for constructive. Oh, I love con- constructive criticism. Me it's too. So important. That's it helps how you, you grow. Get but the person giving it has to know how to give it. Yeah, we need, I need to, to do a podcast. To do that too. We need to do a podcast on that because I think that's, that's really idea. important for people to know. Because I think people think they're giving constructive criticism, but actually they're being total assholes. Yeah, sometimes it can come across as really mean. Yeah, and that will shut someone down. Yeah, <laughs> but it'll probably be a great lesson. 
Yeah. Actually. For so everyone. maybe some of those were great lessons for you. They to really be like, were. you know what? I'm not doing that to myself mm-hmm. and I'm growing a backbone. Exactly. I've been noticing your backbone's been looking stronger. Thank you. It's the yoga. <laughs> Thank you. It's the comments. <laughs> I've been reading all my comments. Yeah. All right. So any last parting wisdom? Just show up and be yourself. That's all you have to do literally Mm -hmm. is just show up because you're never going to feel ready. You're probably not going to feel worthy and you just need to be in a much smarter room than you're in right now. Yes. So you need to seek another room. All right, you guys, until next time, be, I don't know, questionably awesome. Yeah, be questionably awesome. Why not? Go watch some squirrels. It's always nice. All right, bye everyone. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. 
Did you know that I have a community text number? For real. My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.